Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Grace. Hope you're all alive and well, which I'm sure you're at least alive because if you weren't, you probably wouldn't be listening to this unless they play my podcast in hell, which I actually could see happening. So if that's the case, you know, try to stay cool. And I, uh, I hope you enjoy the next 20 to 25, 27-ish minutes. We'll see how this goes. So a couple weeks uh, ago, I went on a friend date with one of my best friends, Zach, who also happens to be my podcast partner, who also happens to be featured in uh, my Straight Man's Opinion episode, who also happens to now have his own podcast called Apples and Oranges, which I recommend checking out because it's fucking hilarious. And I actually had the honor of uh, a guest staring on one of the episodes. So, um, yeah, a couple weeks ago, um, Zach and I decided to spend some quality time together. And we weren't really sure what we were, what we felt like doing. So um, we thought about some of our common interests, which includes food. So we uh, grabbed some dinner and movies. So we went to the theater and, uh, of course, watching women with daddy issues dance around naked. So we headed to the strip club. So uh, the, the strippers were all right. Um, Zach and I played our usual strip club game of guess the nipples, where um, before the stripper takes off her bra, we take a guess at uh, what the nipples um, will look like. And I'm proud to say, like, I totally won with a risky move of guessing small, pink, and pointy for a woman with, like, a little bit of a chunk to her. Like, normally they have dark, big, floppy ones. But, you know, like, I took a gamble, and it paid off, and I'm proud of myself. Um, There was one stripper that hit the stage, and she looked like an old version of Shakira. And um, she, although very, very pretty, she did more of like a solo merengue dance than a, than a, a seductive, sexy stripper dance, I guess. Like I was hoping to see. So um, I was sitting like right up against the stage, too. So she almost kicked me in the face a few times, which if it left a scar would actually be kind of a cool story to tell. But, you know. I didn't know, like, really what to do with my eyes when sitting that close to strippers. Like, is it is it rude not to make eye contact when they come over to you? Like, I hate making eye contact with, like, my bank accountant, let alone, like, a stranger stripper lady. I feel, and, like, I, I just would feel like such a pig just, like, blankly staring at her tits. But, like... I guess that's what she's there for, right? And, like, nothing really matters because it's just a stripper. And, like, it's not like they're real people. And you'll never see them again, right? Um, at least that's what I thought until the Shakira stripper came through my drive through a couple days later. And I started to panic because I didn't know, like, whether to offer her a muffin with her coffee or, like, a hot shower and a safe place to stay. And she came so she came through drive through and I ran away, like, forcing my friend to cash her out. And then when my friend asked, like, what my problem was, I had to explain to her 
the fact that I was at a strip club on a Thursday night and she had to explain to me how sad that was and I had to pretend like I agreed and then I thought it was gross but it's like I don't want to seem gross which I am but I don't think strip clubs are gross things are great but um okay so yeah that that wasn't even the most awkward part of this of this venture um, while we were sitting down watching the nice naked ladies dance around, um, this one stripper comes up to us and she's like, hey, you looking to have some fun? And we look up to see like the grossest looking stripper in the place. Like she had multiple face piercings, which made me wonder how she didn't get caught in like those outfits that are covered in strings that they wear. And she had like two little buns on top of her head. And she looked like a gross version of Miley Cyrus, which is really bad because Miley Cyrus is the gross version of Miley Cyrus. But this bitch was even grosser. Like she had really bad tattoos all over her body. And I'm assuming they represented the like trials and tribulations of her life. And she was also munching on a bag of chips, which I can respect. Like I do get hungry too while I'm, while I'm working as well. So she's like, yo, you're looking to have some fun. And I can only imagine what she means by this. Like to me, fun means playing Pictionary over a few like wobbly pops while enjoying some salty snacks. But somehow I didn't think that, you know, the private lounge was for playing Pictionary unless it's like like in a casino where a high roller like poker is played in a private swanky room. Maybe the strip club had like a very prestigious Pictionary tournament every Thursday or something. However, um, I'm guessing that the fun she was talking about was probably involving me paying her a lot of money and having to take a very hot shower 20 minutes later so um we respectfully declined and then um she walked away and zach told me that she's probably looking to give us the lap dance and then i made the horrible mistake of telling him that i've never had one before so now he was on a mission to purchase me my very first lap dance and i was absolutely terrified because if I had a hard enough time making eye contact with a stripper without laughing I had no idea how I was gonna make eye contact with this girl's vag without bursting into tears like when our Miley Cyrus um look-alike lady hit the stage uh, I decided to lay on the stage with a five dollar bill in my mouth in hopes that Zach would find that to be enough torment for me for the night and maybe just you know forget about the lap dance so I put my $5 in my mouth and I get on the stage and I lay down on my back and I just wait. Like I felt like I was like on my period in a shark tank or something. I was just laying there just waiting for my fate. I figured she would just probably like rub her vag in my face and maybe pick up the fiver with her tits. But she did oh so much more to me. So much more. There I was, just laying there, and I see her crawling over, like, all smog-like, and she's hovered over my body and starts to undo my buttons on my shirt, and then she's like, "Oh, why did you have to wear a button-up? This is going to take forever. Like, why can't people just wear sweatpants and, like, sweatshirts and shit? And I felt bad for her because, like, undoing buttons 
is a hard task, like, let alone in front of a whole crowd. And, like, this is pretty much the one time I didn't wear sweatpants in public and I get shamed for it. So now I'm upset. So uh, she gets all my buttons undone and I'm still laying there with my money in my mouth. And I think, okay, well done. Like, you deserve this five. Here you go. But she didn't stop there. She then pulls out my tits. Like, my entire left tit, which luckily is the good tit, is just out. Like, it's just out. I can feel a slight breeze on my tit. I mean, it is out for the world to see. Just jiggling there like a booger on a dashboard. Like, the rest was a blur because I was in, like, a state of just pure horrific shock like I think she put her titties in my face and then thanked me then when I hopped off the stage I realized my whole tit was still hanging out and my tit looks a lot different when I'm standing up compared to when I'm laying down like when I say a lot different I mean I could rake the tips off the stage without having to bend over like my boobs would just act like a little like broom and then like like my boobs look like an old man's face when he's about to fall asleep like just really long and like droopy so after Zach's finished peeing his pants laughing he decides to push my embarrassment even further by sticking to his plan of buying me a lap dance with the same Miley Cyrus chick so she comes back over to us and Zach's like, okay, I want to buy a lap dance for my friend. Um, I don't want to dance. I just want, well, I just want to watch her. And she wanted to charge us for two people. And we're like, no, like not happening story. And then she's out like, okay, fuck it. Fine. I had a bad night. I'll charge you for one. It's been a bad night. Bad night. In my head, I'm like, lady, like you work at a strip club. Like what, what does a good night look like for you you know what I'm saying so um shakes me into the private room and to my disappointment there was no Pictionary tournament um that's okay it was it was a room full of uh cum stained couches that smelled like a pet shop like it actually smelled like a hamster cage which was slightly concerning and a little disappointing because there weren't actually little cute hamsters in there which would have been kind of cool so i sit down on one of the jizz couches and zach pops a squat like right next to me and i'm absolutely terrified like she ripped my shirt open in front of the entire place like what was she gonna do to me in private i had no idea so i'm sitting there sweating nervously and she sits in front of me and it's like i'll wait for the next song to come on so i'm like okay cool like sounds great thank you so much so i couldn't just bear to sit there in awkward silence with the stripper so we start making some conversation with her and she's all like yeah like i'm from london i got into some shit there and had to leave like it was either i'd leave or i would have ended up killing this one cunt i'm just like oh my god no way it's so awful what happened she's like you know some people just don't have any fucking common sense you know and like i just look at her with her like 12 year old boy's body and face full of metal and i'm just like oh yeah like i totally know what you mean like especially working in the customer service industry you just have to deal with like so many assholes now when i meant assholes i i meant it figuratively but i'm guessing she probably deals with like actual literally people's assholes which does suck so like i'll give her that 
Um, so then the song starts, and it's uh, Just a Dream by Nelly, which, I'm sorry, is quite a sensual and romantic-ish song. And when I think of stripper vagina in my face, my first thoughts aren't very sensual or romantic at all. But, you know, whatever happened to, like, the classics, like, pour some sugar on me, like, Just a Dream by Nelly, come on, guys. Um, so, so it starts, and she says, like, oh, spread your legs for me, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, definitely know how to do that and then she climbs on top of me and I'm just sitting there like a quadriplegic because I have no idea what to do with my arms or my legs and then she puts her hand like all up in my crotch and I just felt so incredibly bad for her because I was sweating and sitting with my legs crossed the entire night So my crotch was just so insanely hot and damp. Like, you could probably smoke a salmon over it. It it felt like like a used pool towel. It just was not a good situation down there. So the entire time, I'm really trying to control my laughter. But every time I would look into her big, bright asshole, I would crack up. And the fact that Zach was just sitting there laughing the entire time also did not help in my hysterical laughter situation. I think he saw me struggling with like to not laugh and didn't, I wasn't knowing what to do with my hands. So he just grabbed my hand and started smacking the stripper's ass with it, which I felt sort of bad about because I always was taught that that was abuse. Unless you had like a wooden spoon in your hand, then that's discipline. But yeah, once she was like smushing her boobs into my cheeks, all I could smell was her like cotton candy chest. And I realized that this was one of the most awkward moments of my life. Until she pulled my boob out again and poor Zach felt like he had to, you know, look away or look out of the ceiling out of respect, even though, you know, he's seen my titties a thousand times in photos in our group chats. But um, yes, getting a lap dance. Awkward. Makes a good good story, but very awkward, which um, leads me into wanting to talk about other situations that I find kind of awkward. So, yeah, number one, getting a lap dance. Number two, I hate returning things to the store. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I always feel like the person working at the return desk will take it, like, personally and I can't be the one to cause such pain and grief for someone so I always feel like I have to like make up a super elaborate story to go along with why I'm returning this item like I can't just be like a normal person and be like yeah I actually don't need this or I changed my mind because I'm afraid they'll start asking questions I won't know like how to handle it and not only will I go home with the thing that I didn't want, but I'll probably end up buying like 10 more things that I don't even need. So I'm all like, oh, yes, hello. Um, I would I would like to return this shirt, please. Not because it isn't nice. Don't get me wrong. It's a very lovely shirt. And I'm sure those who have this shirt get compliments on it all the time. And I know this shirt, this one in my hand right here, can have a much better life with someone more caring and knowledgeable about hand wash only articles of clothing. I just have like a lot going on in my life right now. Like my head is in a million different places. And I just, I don't think it would be fair to this outstanding shirt if I were to take it home because honestly, it would probably end up on my floor. Even though the hamper is two feet away, I just, I just can't help but throw my dirty clothes on the floor like a savage. I have a problem. I'm disgusting. I'm lazy. And like I said, like 
I'm just not in a place right now emotionally where I can handle like the proper care of this shirt. I just want like the best for it. And I'm, I'm, I'm not financially prepared to give it the best life it can have. I wanted to see things. I want to go on adventures, go on nice dinners. I'm also single right now. And I want this shirt to be worn in a more stable environment where it can feel the warmth and embrace of a man's touch, you know, from time to time. And just, I want it to be with someone who will compliment it and, you know, use proper stain removal to get like nasty, greasy stains out of it. You know, instead of licking it and scraping it with a butter knife like I would do. But anyways, I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me and please take this shirt back. And then they'll probably just be like, we only give store credit. And I'll be like, God damn it, I'll keep the fucking shirt then. So yeah, returning things to the store, another uncomfortable, awkward situation in my mind. Awkward situation number three, identical, or sorry, accidental junk touching. Normally, when I, I grab people's private parts, it's very much on purpose. And I've been known to walk around work and just sporadically grab a nice handful of my coworkers' boobs while making like obnoxious sounds like honk, honk, honk. But I only do it to people I love and people I feel comfortable around. And I only stick to boobs and butts. I never grab like dicks or vaginas because that would probably lead to like sexual assault and probably the loss of my job. However, the other day, I was walking um, to the back room at work where we keep our stock, and my friend was following me close behind. And I went through the swinging doors, and I kind of threw my hand back behind me to hold it open for her. Like, I was trying to be polite. And I ended up grabbing a big, old handful of her snatch, and I just looked at her, and I was like, I am so sorry. Like, to make matters worse, it was, like, my one friend who actually has self-respect and is saving herself for the right one. And here I come in, just like a wrecking ball, just helping myself to her cooter, like it's a funeral luncheon buffet. Like, what a disappointment for her, like, me of all people. But later on that week, she told me a story about how she accidentally grabbed the Prime Minister's junk one time, and I actually felt a lot better about myself. I seem to do that a lot. Um, I'm not sure if I'm just like at a weird height or if my hands gravitate towards people's junk. But like the other day I went to pick up my new laptop from Staples and the Staples guy named Johnny, who also happens to be my friend, who also happens to star on Apples and Oranges podcast, came out to give me my laptop and I totally grazed his dick on accident. And instead of just ignoring it like a normal person, I'm all like, oh, geez, like that was your dick. And he's joking around like, huh, you don't have to stop. And like, I wanted to be like, oh, how long's your lunch break? I figured that he would probably think I was joking. But if he had said anything longer than half an hour, I'd be like, okay, let's do this. But I'm not sure why I fear accidental junk touching so much. Like, it's easily avoidable. It's not common for a penis to just jump out of nowhere and be in my way. But Sometimes I just see the world as one giant obstacle course of penises and boobs that, you know, I'm not allowed to touch. Like, kind of like lava and Super Mario Brothers. Like, I have to jump over things and, like, use random flotation devices to avoid it. But I think... I think maybe my fear stems from the time I accidentally grazed my vice principal's penis and I felt absolutely mortified because I had a huge crush on him and I didn't want him to think I was easy because he seemed like a stand-up gentleman who preferred girls with morals. But yes, accidental junk touching, um, very awkward indeed. 
Um, okay, awkward situation numero four. Uh, getting caught checking someone out. So uh, this happens to me at work almost every single day, about 56 times a day. At my work, we get a lot of hot dad customers, which is my current fetish. Hot dads, um, hot dads with a little bit of gray hair. I just feel like they probably like know their way around a vagina. And they're older, so their wives are like tired of cooking for them. So they're probably hungry, and then therefore I can do like a stand-up job at munching on my box. So, um, yeah, lots of dads at my work. And as per usual, I can't be a normal person, just smile, wave, and, you know, strike up a conversation because, like, just thinking about that gives me terrible anxiety and probably results in me saying something that would just make their wives come back and kick my ass in the parking lot, which might be kind of hot because, like, maybe it would lead to a steamy three-way, but probably not because this isn't porn. This is real life. So, yeah, I usually check out hot customers from afar, and then when they turn around, I get my coworkers' attention, and then I point out the hot specimen that I'm currently checking out, and then I just violently start humping the closest thing to me in order to express my feelings towards this hot specimen. It's usually the garbage can that I grab because it's, like, small and light and, like, easy to hump. However, one day, this really hot paramedic comes into the shop, and as soon as I saw him, my panties just, like, exploded, like, beyond the point of recognition. Like, there was panty shrapnel all over the place. That's how fucking hot this guy was. So, I'm standing there just drooling into people's drinks while he orders his coffee, and then he walks over to the condiment stand where we have, like, the sugar and the milk and all the other fixings for your coffee. And he puts stuff into it, so his back is now to me. So as I do, I open um, one of the fridges, and I just start, like, vigorously humping the door while pointing at him. And my friends are all laughing, and I'm looking over at my one friend um, while she's basically in tears. And then I hear him say, Do you have any more cream? And I whip my head around, and he's staring right at me, just watching me violate this fridge. So I just pause for a second, and he starts smiling, because it's, like, it's quite clear what I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, for sure, like, one sec. And I try to play it off, like, I was just, like, checking the fridge door, making sure it was in tip-top shape, like, no squeaks or whatever else could be wrong with the fridge door. But when I handed him his cream, he laughed, and he winked at me, and he knew exactly what I was doing, so... The other day, my ultimate customer crush came through drive-thru, and I wasn't I wasn't taking the order, but I recognized his voice, so I kind of just peeked my head around the corner to stare at him and fantasize about him, like, bending me over his patio furniture that his wife probably picked out and just doing unspeakable things to me, except uh, they are speakable, and the things he would be doing would, to me would be filling me up like a 7-Eleven big gulp, so I'm staring at him, and I notice his stupid wife is in the passenger seat, but um, none of them were looking up, so I started to mouth like, I love you to him, like, just as I do, and then his shitty wife looks up at me right as I'm saying it, and she just gives me the dirtiest look, which was like super highly awkward for me, um, uh, also being caught checking someone out online is also embarrassing. Uh, I work with this one guy who I find rather attractive, and he has has a very lovely girlfriend. I would never attempt to sleep with anyone from work anymore. So uh, I I just like to look at him. So uh, I was creeping his Instagram the other day and accidentally liked one of his pictures, but it was one of his, like, really old pictures. 
which is really embarrassing in itself, but the photo I accidentally liked was of his homemade sweet potatoes. So now he probably thinks I'm like some weirdo, like food creeper that steals people's recipes from the internet instead of just asking them. Now I have to be more careful because they want to get a bad rep at work. It's like a nasty recipe stealer, you know? So getting caught, checking people out online, also awkward. Last awkward thing. Um, yeah, pooping without clothes on. Like, what is that? I'm not sure if you've listened to episode 38 of my podcast, but um, if you haven't, it's called Straight Man's Opinion, and I have Zach on as a guest. And I confronted him about the fact that he poops naked. Like, he takes off all his clothing before taking a shit which, like I mentioned before, boggles my mind. So um, when I guest starred on Zach and Johnny's podcast, Apples and Oranges, uh, that topic came up because I'm still dumbfounded by it. So we actually ended up making a little deal that for one week, Zach would poop with his clothes on, and for that same week, Johnny and myself would remove all of our clothes before pooping. So for one whole week, I had to take off all my clothes before taking a dump. So Zach promised me that it would feel very freeing and like maybe I'd feel a little liberated. But to be honest, I just felt really cold and really vulnerable. Like my poops take me on average maybe 40 seconds. I don't fuck around in there. It's an in and out situation for me. So the removal and putting back on of my clothes would take like a thousand times longer than the actual act of me pooping, which is a complete waste of time. So then I'm sitting there in the freezing cold trying to poo as fast as I can so I can put my clothes back on, which can't be safe for my bowels, that's for sure. And then the whole time I'm sitting there, my boobs are just basically dangling inside the toilet. So now not only do I have to thoroughly wash my hands, but the tips of my nipples as well. So I just don't get it. In Zach's case, he only likes pooping uh, at his own house, where in my case, I'm at work all the time, so I have no choice but to take a shit at my work. So uh, the rules of the deal was that we had to remove our clothes every single time we poop that week. So one day, I find myself at work having to shit, and I'm thinking, like, there's no way I'm taking all my clothes off in here. Like, our bathroom work is located in the gas station next door. And it's not the cleanest, and it, it isn't private, like a single washroom. It's one with two stalls, so it's they're very close next to each other. But, um, alas, uh, a deal is a deal, and I don't like to go back on my words, so I just had to kind of buck up. So I go in the washroom, and nobody's there, which is excellent. Like, I could probably derobe super fast, like hang a rat real quick and get redressed before anyone even realized I was gone. So... I take off all my clothes and they're laying on the floor in plain sight for anyone to, to see under the stall. And I sit down and I'm mid shit, like where it's too late to suck it back in and it hasn't broken off yet. When the fucking maintenance lady comes in to fucking clean the washroom and she's just standing there waiting for me to finish so she could clean. Just watching my bare feet dangling from the toilet, surrounded in articles of clothing, and she probably thought something was, like, severely wrong with me, and she's probably wondering why I wasn't using the handicap washroom. Like, it was so awkward. I had to take a deep breath before opening the stall door because I just had to brace myself for the embarrassment that was about to ensue. Luckily, she just gave me a weird look, and, and that was that. But, yes, uh pooping naked awkward 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 i hate being naked anywhere 
let alone while pooping. I even hate being naked um, in the bathtub. So I try to cover myself with various washcloths so I don't have to look at my naked body, which is weird. But hey, uh, weird is cool, apparently. So um, that's that's my little list of some of the things I find to be quite awkward. I hope you can maybe relate to some of these things. And if not, well, at least I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace problem at a time. Until next time, see ya. I was thinking about her.